Go. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Um, glad to see you here, Tammy and Tara. I'm, I'm glad to be here with you. Um, so we are going to talk today about breathe. You are where you need to be. Or you are meant to be. And Jennifer's here. Hey, Jennifer. Um, so before we get started, I wanted to do a little housekeeping. <clears throat> There's going to be some messages in the chat, maybe. One of them is in there now about um, this is recorded. And so if at any time you don't want to be identified with a question or a comment or anything like that, you can put it in the chat and we can um, talk about it without your name being mentioned. Or just know that the recording will go out to any, anyone and everyone and people in Clubhouse will see it and um, just want you to know that. So once you come on stage, uh, Tara or I will invite you on stage. Um, there is a, sorry, mute button down at the bottom right-hand side of your screen. You can um, unmute yourself and speak, and the goal is to have everyone on stage and sharing their thoughts. Um, and... Um, I just got to notice. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, sharing their thoughts and their comments and everything. So um, with that said, I'm not sure we need anything else right now. Um, um, let's just quickly do an intro because I'll, I'll cut that out for the podcast. Mm -hmm. So let's just quickly do an intro to what we're talking about and then we can start. Um, okay, so welcome to Soulful Sharing Circle podcast. Uh, this week we are talking about breathe. You are where you're meant to be. Um, I think it's going to be a great discussion. This is Diane's topic, and I know that this has been a mantra for me for a lot of um, my growth. And so I'm excited to see where it goes. Anything you want to add, Diane, before we start right in? No, I just I feel like we're going to have a good discussion because this is a quite a topic. Um, so yeah, we can go ahead and get started. Jennifer, I see your hand up. I've invited you to come on stage. Um, you can um, accept. Um, Tammy's accepted. Um, I'm going to invite you again in case you missed it. I invited her to announce okay. that she's a speaker. She's there. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> we're ready welcome. To <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everyone. So, um, I'm going to just open it up and we're going to just, you know, figure out, not figure out, that wrong, wrong words, but just talk about being where we're meant to be, even though sometimes we get, um, we get, um, upset, confused, um, you know, why are we here? Why aren't we moving faster? Why are we stuck in this place? Why is this stuff happening to me? And one of the main things I think to make as a really good mantra that I have found is it's not happening to me, it's happening for me. And sometimes that's really, really hard to keep in mind because sometimes it hurts bad. Um, but to, with that in mind, is that we all have to go through the dark places to come to to see the light, right? To 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 be a little bit more clear 
about our path and um, knowing that we are being, we are exactly where we're supposed to be. Sometimes, you know, those dark places are few and far between, and sometimes they feel like it's all the time. And so um, that's what I wanted to open it up to the, you know, to discuss about um, what you've seen and what you've experienced. And if you are in a place where you feel stuck right now, you know, maybe we can talk through it. If you've found some ways that you can quickly and easily acknowledge where you are, acknowledge that the lessons are there, you know, ask if you don't know what the lesson happens to be, ask, and I'm just going to stop talking now. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I, I mean, you said a lot in that. I, I know that that's a mantra I've used too, that I am where I'm meant to be. And for me, it really helps to shift my mindset from that of why is this happening to me? And like you said, why is this happening for me? And it kind of empowers me. So I'm keen to hear what everyone else has to say too. So everyone else jump on if they want to. Um, yeah. Tell us your experience. Do you agree with this statement? Um, do you not agree? I think that's a good point. Do you agree? Do you not agree? Um, that's it. That's a good maybe hopping off spot. Somebody's got to have something to say. We got a quiet room today. We do. So um, I can talk a little bit more about my experience with it. That might open it up a bit. Sure. Um, I know for me recently, the last couple months have been a lot of my growth has been in um very physically um, manifesting. And I think, well, I feel all the work that I've done for like healing emotions and clearing emotions and clearing trauma and healing all that and inner child stuff and everything that I've kind of gone through was all manifesting the physical in the last little bit. And it was kind of like I felt um, that was the last key. Probably not the last, I won't say that. But a big key is that I still had a lot of fear around my body and about how my body was coping with things. And so I use this quite a bit because it's like, it's so easy. And especially I found with this one, when you're in pain to go, why is this happening to me? And, and that just, to me, I find that that just kept me in a victim state almost. Mm -hmm. Because then it feels like, well, I'm cursed and I'm bad and I'm, you know, like this is happening to me, not for me. And as soon as I would just say to myself, okay, Tara, why is this happening for you? Or I'm, I am where I'm meant to be. Um, or another one is everything is perfect in this moment. And it just, as soon as I said that, it just energetically kind of shifted me to go, okay, Yep. So, and, and it got that curiosity going in me, which my curiosity is huge, um, to go, why is this happening for me? Like, what is this? What is the lesson for me? What is the growth here? What is, why is this happening for me? Yeah. That's been my experience. Yeah. I think that's huge, Tara. The part that you said is that when we talk, when we think, why is this happening to me? We are 
in 100% in victim mode and that that doesn't allow growth it doesn't allow movement and processing and you know we are when we're in victim mode um we, we just can't see we we can't see the the good parts of it and sometimes we physically or emotionally have been victimized um but where you allow that to settle in you is key um and if you allow it to settle in you um so yes we have all been hurt and victimized <clears throat> in various ways in various degrees um but where do we allow that energy to to stay do we let it live in us and do we continually say poor me poor me poor me or do we say <clears throat> poor me and oh wait wait i don't want to be there anymore i want to say you know what is this showing showing me why is it for me um and, i think yeah sorry go ahead no go ahead no i was just going to say i think that brings up a really good point too um following along with you are where you're meant to be if you are in victim state which <clears throat> we are at times um all of us are <clears throat> and that's where we're meant to be at that point. Um but like you said, there is a choice then. Once you recognize that, uh then you can always choose to move out of it. Um but I think too there there's value in the victim state. And I think as Sherry said um a couple weeks ago, and I think we repeated it last week too, is that there's not good or bad. It's just it is what it is. And so if you are in victim state, or a victim mindset then maybe that's where you need to be for a little bit to kind of move through what you need to move through um but i think as soon as you recognize it maybe that's when you have the choice yeah a few weeks ago terry you shared this um this little story about um i think it's called the little soul or something like that um and the story is about this little soul before it's incarnated on earth having a discussion with god source universe whatever you name it and um the little soul wanted to um i think um tara help me help me remember the details i think it wanted to be in a loving place all the time or something like that um it starts out in the little soul I've listened to it a few times. It's a great little story. Um and you can find it on YouTube. I th maybe I can put the link in comments. I'll try and find it. But um it starts out the little soul says I know who I am. I'm love and everything else. And then God says uh something about wanting to God source whatever. Um wanting to come to earth and that we come to learn lessons. and it says what lessons do you want to learn and she, and the little soul says i want to learn about forgiveness and mm -hmm. um and so source goes okay so you want to learn about forgiveness and she's all excited um and i think he asks or another soul comes forward and says i will i will help you learn about forgiveness 
and um and little soul's like oh that's great yay and was all excited and he says but i need to need you to remember one thing oh it's gonna make me cry because it always does <laughs> um he says i need you to remember who i am he says because i'm gonna have to do some things that aren't nice or aren't like me so that you can learn forgiveness but I need you to remember who I am at my core or who my essence is. That's kind of the sum of it. Yeah, it's a great story and it's very touching too. I'm teary-eyed too because um, here on earth when, when people are put in our path and they um, do things and we are led to, let's see, how do I want to say this? Hurt? To, to, yeah. Um, to, to realize and understand that, you know, this, this is part of the plan as, as much as it hurts. This is part of the overall plan for me and who I what the lessons I need to learn and how how to um, um, realize that and how and forgiveness with the person that's involved is that in their soul they are a light being too they are a a a forgiving loving light being but their job here at this time is to cause the pain and the suffering and that's really really hard to wrap your head around um it is and it's um i like i i think i talked about it in the houses of light book that i have no problem and for my social work background i have because the way i am i can see the light the essence the the goodness in everyone. And I have pretty much my whole life. I shouldn't say everyone because I struggle with some, but like I worked with some people that did some pretty horrible things. I'll just say that. Um, and I could see, not that I justified their behaviors or whatever, but I could understand them and I could see beyond that and see that they weren't these demons or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what the word would be. Um, and I think that's, again, that coming back to that, they are beautiful souls underneath. And if we made this soul contract to learn forgiveness or whatever it may be, they also are learning their lessons too. And so maybe there's a self love or maybe there's a self forgiveness or it's, it's really beautiful when you can take yourself out of it and look at it as a big picture like that, um, which is not easy to do, I get. Yeah. Seeing the big picture is different than um, being in it and this smaller picture of, of you being hurt. Um, it's, it's quite different. Um, Tammy, Sherry, um, you guys have anything to add to that? Why so quiet today? I know, right? 
Oh, Tammy's saying she can't open my <coughs> open her mic. Hold on a second. I will try and fix that for you, Tammy. Maybe that's what's going on with everybody. They've been trying to talk and can't. Hmm. Maybe it doesn't work on the computers or something. I'll try and uh, make you a moderator and see if that helps. Okay, let's test this. Um, Sherry, are you able to open your mic? You, you don't have to talk if you don't want to about this subject, but are you able to open your mic? Um, so Tammy's back on her phone. Uh, did we turn mics off for some, <laughs> did we do, something? I don't even know if you could do that. I don't either. Um, I'd say if we did, oh, I hear oh, somebody hello? now. There's oh, Tammy. There's Tammy. Hello. Oh, there was, there was a microphone at the bottom. Just clicked along the box, like a box and a, a turn button. Uh, Tammy, Tammy, that, you're that really, Tammy, you're really breaking up. We can't even hear a complete word from you. I think she said the one at the bottom. That's my mic, but I don't think it mutes everybody. Does it? I don't know. Marilyn says she can't turn her mic on either. I think I'm here now. Oh, oh there we go. Yay! There you go. What um, did you do, Marilyn? I, I hit the mic in the bottom right-hand corner. Okay. That's the way it should work. So good. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, when I, cause I mean, that's where my mic is too. And that's, um, when I shut mine off, Diane can still talk cause I ate my breakfast while we were talking, but. Yeah. So Sherry and Jennifer, can you unmic yourself just to test? You can go back quiet if you want. Um, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Yep. Yes. Yay. Okay. Yay. Okay. I'm muting myself again. Okay. <laughs> and Sherry. Yep. There you go. Okay. Oh, All finally, right. because I was actually talking earlier and you guys couldn't hear me and I sent a nasty text to make me go through you guys. Jeez so. <laughs> Louise. Okay. Well, I, I just did for you what we did that very first week when you couldn't talk. Um, and so I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. We'll try and so figure we it have out. To be, we have to be moderators? No, I don't think so. Because we invite you to speak. But for some reason, maybe that's, I don't know. Because when I go on, when I click on your profile, then I click on your picture and then I can, and then you can speak. But you are allowed to speak before that, so I have no idea. Yeah, because my mic was off, and I was trying to chime in, and then I'm talking, and Mom's like, well, I guess nobody has anything to say. And I'm like, but I do. But I do. <laughs> okay, Sherry, tell us what you have to say. Uh, hold on. I'm going to go back to my, my notes. Okay. And Marilyn, chime in if you want to as well. Yes, Marilyn. Um, I was just saying that, um, you know, we, 
I say we as healers or people who who are doing the things we do is that um, you know just because we talk about mindset and we talk about uh, flipping the script or changing your own history or the fact that you are in control of your own life and how you, how things go, I think it's also important to say that that doesn't mean that those emotions and those triggers don't come up. Uh-huh. It's, it's how long we sit in those emotions and how long those emotions rule us is where the healing comes, where, you know, they're not going to come, they're not going to not come at all. There's always going to have emotions, we're always going to have triggers, we're always going to have um, those traumas that may or may not have happened to us, you know, they're you can't get rid of them. You just lessen how they affect you and, and how where they live, and you don't give them. I think that's a great point. You don't give them rent um, anymore, you know. And I, I think can I add to that too? Yeah. Um, there's a very thin line I find for me, anyhow, between spiritually bypassing and working through it, because I think sometimes we we think that oh, you know, like if we're in a shit state and we go oh no i need to be positive that's spiritual bypassing but it's it's a subtle but it's kind of this it's um completely different when you go okay i don't want to be a victim anymore so or i don't want to feel that victim anymore and so i think that's really important to decipher and um with the spiritual bypassing is i'm just going to cover it up which is what we've always done is buried our feelings and hurts and everything else, which is why they're coming up to be healed, um, and recognizing and allowing, and then moving into another state. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. But you can, you can spiritually bypass so that you're functioning at a clear and level space so that you can process. So you don't have to do, you know, one or the other, you don't have to process or bypass you you know part of alignment and mindfulness is being um is being that centered and that leveled so you can process what comes at you as a whole as opposed to as broken or wounded or traumatized or whatever the case may be I agree with that. I think for me, when I say spiritually bypassed, I think of a lot of more um, older is like, you have to stay positive. And if you have negative thoughts, then you're going to manifest negative things. And, and that fear based um, spirituality that teaches us that we can't be in that place of um, allowing, I guess, is the difference for me. Oh, I agree with you. And I don't, I, th- I think there's many, many others that, that do. Um, and I think that's, you know, like you said, that's part of the reason why we are where we are as a society is because we're, we're taught that, you know, we're taught suck it up buttercup, or we're taught, you know, all sorts of things about, well, you, you know, you, even some people who are in the spiritual healing or holistic healing um they also are incorrectly or improperly leading people um to do just what you said like you know 
change your thought patterns, your life will change. Like, well, yes, your life forward will change. But if you don't unpack your baggage to a certain point, then your baggage will always be with you. It doesn't matter what your mindset is. It's going to keep coming up, you know, just like every Mercury retrograde, it's going to show its ugly head and say, hey, hey, remember me? I don't actually go away. I'm still here. So you need to take care of it. I love, love that what you said, Sherry, about unpacking your baggage. Um, because when you said that, the picture that comes to mind, and I think in pictures, so that's what happens. But when you said that, the picture that comes to mind is you're carrying this heavy, heavy bag on your journey, on your path. And it's, you know, it's, it's what you live from, you know, the, when you're, when you're traveling like on a vacation or whatever you open up your suitcase you this is this is what you're living with in this time this is what you packed for this trip and so absolutely and how heavy your suitcase is is determined by you exactly so what you're you always going to have it right and when you can unpack part of it when you can leave a little bit of it behind and say i don't need this anymore i thought i needed it because of different reasons I thought I needed it or it's been with me so long I didn't know that I could live without it right so that I didn't even realize it was there (laughs) that all of those things all of those things and and I think one thing that just popped up I've lived with it so long I I I didn't even realize it was here Mm. I didn't it's stuck in this little corner and it's I've lived with it so long that oh my god yeah it's here still. And I didn't even realize I was living with this. So unpacking that bag is a beautiful, beautiful way to say, you know, how to, to release, you know, to say, okay, yeah, this happened. Yeah, it hurt like hell. Yeah, I, you know, but I don't want to stay in the feeling of this. I don't want to stay in the in the really the reality of that because when you keep when it keeps coming up (laughs) again a picture in my mind you know you have this this bottle of lotion in your suitcase and you know when you travel it pops open and squirts lotion all over the place and ruins everything right get rid of the damn lotion (laughs) take the lotion out um it just and it's not as easy and as and as lighthearted as when I laugh about it, but I laugh about the picture in my head about, yeah, that makes so much sense to me. I yeah, think- and, and sorry, go ahead, Tara. No, no, that's okay. You go ahead. I was just going to say it's also a, a lifelong journey cleaning your suitcase or your baggage, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go along your way and you think, well, I've already taken out that lotion. Well, yeah, but did you check the pockets? Did you right. The, you know, <laughs> did, did you check the stuff, like you said, the check, the stuff that you put in there that you forgot was even there, that you're not even aware you're carrying around? Mm-hmm. I agree with that, too. It is a lifelong journey. Um, I was just going to say what I got when you guys were saying that and with that visual is and coming back to that you are where you're meant to be i think when we um recognize that everything is happening for us we can consciously choose because sometimes we may look at our baggage and go 
yeah, I'm not ready to deal with that. And yeah. that's okay. And it, I mean, you don't have to just because it's come up. If you don't feel like you're ready, then you can just stuff it in the bottom of the suitcase again. And, you know, <laughs> but consciously doing that rather than that, um, that mindset of, oh my God, why is this happening to me again? And, you know, like I'm so this and that. And I think Sherry, when you were saying before, I can't even remember what you said, but what came to me is we, um, with, we were talking about, you were talking about society and I, for me, I think this all stems from the, um, from religious training because it's part of our culture that we need to atone for something that we at our core level are something bad or the original sin or whatever you may call it. And I think that's why we have this belief that we, you know, deserve it or things are happening to us because we need to do more to be a good person or whatever. That's my opinion. Anyhow. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I had something to say back on, on real quick on the, um, being, a, you know, being a victim and having forgiveness for those who are, who are, or have done you wrong, you know, having, yes, have forgiveness for, for those others, even those who do you wrong, but as a victim, um, you have to forgive yourself too. A lot of victims hold blame on themselves for like, almost like what you said, Tara, like, oh, I should have, I should have not put myself in that position. I should have known better. I should have this. I should have, should have, should have. And victims hold blame on themselves. And forget, if you're going to forgive those who, who have done the trauma, you can just forgive yourself as well. Yeah, good point. Cher, you keep fading in and out. I don't know if you're adjusting your phone or... No. Or, okay. Yeah, I think, ooh, that's really good, Sherry, too, is that the forgiveness, and I think that goes back exactly to what Tara was saying, is that we've been taught for, for you know, generations about, like, the original sin, and it's it, 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 it's... You know, we are inherently bad and we have to do all these good things to kind of counteract that. Um, and to that, I think, goes back to what you were saying, Sherry, is that the the victims carry a lot of uh, guilt and shame um, for, you know, oh, I, you know, I should have not gone there. I should have not done this. I should have, should have, should have. And... Um, that's, that's huge to be able to step through that and say, okay, um, I forgive myself and I can start to realize that it was for a purpose and a reason. I forgive the other person and um, start to have these shifts in our mindset and in our and in our bodies and in our energy. Um, that's huge. I think that and I what came up for me when you guys were talking about that is definitely self forgiveness. Is um, when I do some when I do past life stuff, it's always 
either asking for forgiveness or from others if I harm them. Um, but there's always the last sentence and I forgive myself for being in this situation. Mm. Um, but I also wanted to add, I think um, for me, I find I have to do when I come to that, you are where you're meant to be is my self forgiveness. Cause I look at other people on their journeys and I'm like, well, they're so much further ahead than me or whatever. And then I start this whole like beating up on myself. And so I, when I, for me, when I say that mantra, I am exactly where I'm meant to be. I know what I need to know at this point. Um, it helps me kind of give that up and give that competition almost or comparing, I guess, is more because I'm not competing, but I guess in a way it is kind of competition, but comparing my journey to someone else. And I know a lot of times when I work with clients, there's this point when you learn this big aha and you're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense for my whole life. And then you go, why didn't I know this earlier? And there's that instant judgment and you know it when you're supposed to know it, when you're ready to know it. It's not, you know, crap, why didn't I figure this out 10 years ago? Because you weren't supposed to know it 10 years ago. Yeah, and and um, in the comments, um, I worry, let's see. I worry about my age, that I'm losing time and I should be further ahead. That goes directly to what you're saying, Tara, is that, you know, at a certain point, all of us start to go, hmm, you know, I'm this side of this number, you know, and hmm, uh, I'm, I'm starting to run out of time. I went through that for quite some time. Um, but the way that it worked for me is that I started to say, you know, I needed that time to be here where I am so that I can do the things I'm doing now. I, if, if I had learned this in my, if I had been presented with this, whatever this is, it doesn't, you know, it, it, something. If I had pre been, been presented with this in my 30s, then... Um, I, I, I wouldn't have known, uh, you know, even how to handle it or how to talk about it, or I wouldn't have had all these other experiences to, to, to um, collect and say, oh yeah, this this makes sense to me and everything. So, um, th that feeling of not having enough time is is very common, I think, especially with. Well, I shouldn't say especially, but I think with healers a lot, it's that we feel like there's such a job to be done, and there is, and that's why we are called to do it. But we, but the time, time has really nothing to do with it, because time is something that we have really created our, ourselves. And yes, a physical body has so much time on this earth, but we don't know what that time is. We assume because science has told us, well, the average age, I mean, the, the age, you know, um, if you're 70 or 80, you, you've, you're in old age and you, um, you know, have maybe five, 10 years left. Why, why, you know? If you look at the history books, if you look way back when, people were living to 300, 400 years old. So there's that. 
anybody. <laughs> I was just talking because I didn't realize I muted myself. <laughs> I um, I know Tammy's internet says it's not working well, but if you want to try again, maybe. Um, and Marilyn, you had your mic off for a bit. Anything you want to add? And I, I have a feeling Jennifer doesn't want to be on mic, which is great. Fine. <laughs> Go ahead, Marilyn. Um, it's always interesting what the topics are. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know in advance. So, <laughs> and, uh, and that's a, you know, that's a really good sentence for me that you are where you are meant to be. Um, these past few days I've been dealing, taking care of a bunch of business from a past life, you know, things that are actually mine and having moments of feeling guilty about that mm. and, you know, and having to stop and say, no, that's yours. You earned it. It's yours. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the other people that were in play at that time. So, you know, and it's, it's strange the things that make you feel guilty. Mm. Very, very true. And I think we take that on, like, and I, to me, that ties back to that original sin. I think we, we take that on, um, because at our core, we're taught that there's something fundamentally flawed with us mm. that we need to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but I really do believe I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. I don't. It's just you get these little creeper inners every once in a while, and you have to to be proactive in dealing with them. Absolutely, and that's why consciousness and awareness, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. is such an important thing. Because as soon as those little creepers, and there's some ninja ones that you're like, I don't, you know, that come out of nowhere. But as soon as you, if you have that awareness, and you can go, okay, what's this? Um, then that's where I think Sherry was talking about. You can kind of move out of it pretty fast um, because you have that awareness. So, so good for you, Marilyn. It's coming slowly. <laughs> I love that little phrase you said, the little creeper inners. Yeah. Uh, little creeper inners. Yep. Uh, past trauma can be a really. Uh-huh funny creeper like sudden creeper in or when you don't expect it over sometimes the strangest of things doesn't it just make you yeah. kind of smile not and i don't mean that in a rude way but once you figure it out you're like oh my gosh and it just kind of kind of makes i don't know makes me smile or giggle in a way and not i don't know if that makes sense but it does, it does, because once once you, you recognize it, then, I mean, your being will automatically, like, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just, see, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, I just want to say in the famous words of Matt Kahn, which are, you know, when we were talking about, and what you were talking about, Diane, about judging or... Um, I only, I don't have, I don't have enough time left or things like that. Or for people who are on the constant quest to get more knowledge, more knowledge, more knowledge. Um, I loved what he said and I use it all the time too. Um, is that 
I know what I need to know when I need to know it. And so it's not that I need to be, it's kind of another version of you are where you're meant to be. Um, it's, it, but for me, there's, because I have such a drive and curiosity, it's like, well, if I just learn more and if I just, you know, if I just take in more and I can, then I can figure this out, which I understand is ego, um, that wanting to know it all and figure it all out before it happens kind of thing. But I just found that that was super helpful for me. I know what I need to know when I need to know it. Mm-hmm. You brought up the book Houses of Light, and that's what came to mind when you just said those words. I, I know what I need to know when I need to know it. And that was my personal mantra through the whole thing because there was so much that I didn't know. And I, I kind of joke about it, but it's not really a joke. But, you know, if I had known everything it took uh, beforehand, I probably wouldn't have started because it probably would have scared me. And so just going with, I'll need to know, I'll, I'll know what I need to know when I need to know it. And every single day I'm telling myself that, you know, oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what's going to be. What about this part? And what about this part? You'll know what you need to know when you need to know it. And that kept coming into my brain over and over and over again. And I think that when those, when you're doing those things, you know, about, again, you're, you're where you are meant to be at every moment. You're, you're where you're meant to be. And um, when you can get this into your mental processing, you go, okay. And there goes that trust, right? And the, and the surrender and the trust and the, everything else that's, that goes along with that. It says, okay, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I don't feel that right now, but I'm going to go with that. And the surrender and the trust thing goes, I think, hand in hand with this statement. You are where you, you were meant to be. And I just, when you were saying that, it just came to me. When you say that, you automatically, like whatever you're going through, you automatically are coming back to the present moment, mm -hmm. which is, I just, I just got that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, which is exactly what we are meant to be. We're meant to live in the present moment. And so when we're in that victim, then there's guilt or there's shame or there's something in the past. Or when we're in that, you know, longing for, to be out of it and why is this happening to me and, you know, all of that, then we're in the future. Um, and so by saying that I am where I'm meant to be just completely grounds you in that present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was powerful, and I mean, I knew, like I said, I use it all the time, especially when, but looking back, that's all the times that I was, you know, going into being away from that present moment. Um, yeah, and so that's why it is very helpful. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about the past in the past on this in this room we've talked about ego and how it's not um ego and fear fear was what we talked about last week but um it's not necessarily a bad thing like um that is what 
ego protects us. And so to help ego function, ego wants to know all the information. They want to know, okay, what's going to happen to this and how you better learn about this and you better know about this and you better be aware of this and you, and the things that you're talking about, Tara, is if, if I just know more, I can, you know, function better and I can do the things. And so um, the, the ego really, you know, doesn't really like the fact that we are sitting in this time and space going, okay, I'm where, exactly where I need to be. I know exactly what I need to know. And then ego says, but what about this? What happens if? Mm. Right? Um, Tammy is commented. I just, so I'm just going to read it. She said, this is a great topic. I struggle with guilt and beating myself up for not being further ahead, which holds me back. Um, so I totally get that. I have done that numerous times myself. Still do. Yep. Um, that's that curiosity in me and kind of what you were saying too, um, Diane about, well, there's numerous things running through my head right now. So I have to try and organize, but sometimes when we, when you have to say that to ourselves, I am where I'm meant to be. It's that, um, even if you're sitting in the middle of a mud pile, you know, in the muck, in the grossness, in the yuckiness of it, and I think I want to add to that, just saying that, just because we're where we're meant to be doesn't mean we have to like it. Because it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to go, this sucks and I hate this, but I am where I'm meant to be. Because it's still, I mean, you don't have to love it at all. <laughs> Great point. Great point. And so, Tammy, you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And Marilyn and Jennifer and Tara and myself and Sherry and whoever listens to this and just everybody else, you know, you don't have to like it. You don't have to, you know, say, hooray, but you are where you're meant to be. And so on with, now I'm back to what Tammy had said, um, the, uh, about the guilt and beating myself up. That's, for me, um, that's where my ego, especially, and it's not a, it's not a bad thing, um, but that's where I want, you know, like I want to know more and I want to understand more and I want to do more. And I, and it ties into what Diane was saying too. When you know that you're a healer and you just want to be of service, and you just go, but if I know more, then I can help more. And there's, so it's coming from a very good place, like emotionally, and it's not coming from a negative space, but it's definitely still that, um, not being in this moment and being going, this is where I'm meant to be. And again, I go to Matt Gons. I know what I need to know when I need to know it. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I find a lot of this stuff is just this subtle, and I think I said it last week, this subtle little, um, subtle little dance between all of it. And it's just so subtle sometimes. Good point about it being subtle. <clears throat> and that I, to me, when you said that, that goes back to the little bit that's in your suitcase that's kind of in the corner 
that it's not really taking up a lot of room. It's not really, um, you know, adding a lot of weight to the whole overall uh, weight of your suitcase. But it's very, it's there in the background and it's very subtle. And then when it's time, then you'll go, oh, okay, look at this. Look what I found. And, and I love what you said earlier, Tara, too, is that um, just because you notice something, just because you know that there's things to um, work through and unpack, um, you don't have to say right now, okay, I'm going to do this right now. You can go, okay, I hear you, I see you, but I'm not ready for this, and you can go over here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important, too. Did we lose Sherry? I don't know. Nope. Oh, okay. There she is. <laughs> well, now I'm all paranoid that people can't talk. I know, right? <laughs> One thing. I was going to say something, but now I lost my train of thought. Yeah. One thing. I'm just going to say it now, Tara, so I don't forget it because I'm likely to lose it. It, it for the. In the future, in the rooms, when people come up, we'll just have them test their mic to see if it's working so we won't have maybe such a cluster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because so. I know how frustrating it can be when you, well, A, when you think you're talking, Sherry, and you're not. <laughs> um, or when you have something to say, and because the conversation seems to move so fast that you're like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> Well, that's me anyhow, but I'm a talker. (laughs) I wrote one note that I'd like to um, bring up, and we have a few minutes left. We don't have to leave at 9, but um, a few minutes before 9. One of the things that struck me not too long ago is a saying that is has been around for a really really long time is is fake it till you make it and i realized not too long ago that that for me has really been a negative influence on me because i did not allow myself i I was faking it until i made it and I did not allow my, my true self to be because I had this vision of where I, I'm meant to be and where I should be and everything. And I'm not there right now, so I'm going to fake it. And I just wanted to bring that up. I am so glad you said that. I was scared <laughs> when you said fake it till you make it because I think that that is one of the biggest misconceptions and one of the biggest um, spiritual bypassing and BS and hurtful things that that has been taught to us Mm -hmm. because it does, it is completely, and it comes from that, for me, from that same energy of um, I'm not good enough Mm -hmm. and and it comes from that I'm not going to allow, so I'm just... I'm going to bury it, and I'm going to put a smile on my face. And, and to me, that is, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to fake it. Put that smile on my face, and I'm going to fake it. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, just so you know, the story that we talked about uh, with the little soul, I just went on YouTube and I put it up on in the comments. So if you're interested in listening to that, it's a great little story. Um, it It is very emotional and I've listened to it numerous times because it kind of, you're just like, whoa. But anyway, it's there for anyone who wants to listen to it. And I just have to add, I love that guy's voice. <laughs> I, I don't like the fake it until you make it either. And that's something that I've struggled with for like decades. Mm. Um, until I finally come to the realization that there is nothing wrong with me being the true introvert that I am. Yahoo. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and um, I think COVID actually taught me that. <laughs> mm because I was very ill right before COVID and then wasn't able to work through most of it and, you know, and had to stay at home. And as I'm watching on social media and everybody complaining about being at home, I'm quite happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it finally dawned on me, yeah, you are the introvert you always thought you are. So, you know, take this time, you know, because nobody can knock on your door right now. <laughs> And enjoy it and make that, that space for yourself and be the authentic you. And, and you know, I, I'm very happy in my own little world. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And congratulations on that, on that um, understanding, you know, coming, coming out kind of, of, of who you really are and owning that. Because I think that that phrase fake it till you make it keeps us from owning who we really are mm -hmm. right? oh i was always trying to fit into a world that i didn't fit into I'm exactly socially awkward because i didn't understand it uh-huh and it definitely has that shaming quality about it and that um like i said earlier that not enough quality about it it's that who you are at this present moment is not good enough mm -hmm. so you need to be something else which is exactly what, because I mean, that fake it till you make it kind of came out with a spirituality twist on it, I think. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is not about being that truth, that authentic self, that allowing, that trusting that in the moment that anything, anything that we just talked about, um, it definitely pushes you all the other way. Right. Yes, I, I, I'm, I'm truly that wallflower that you see in all the movies. <laughs> but, but I never want to leave from being that wallflower, so don't come rescue me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and there is nothing wrong with being that wallflower. And I'm sure, well, I mean, you're here sharing with us right now. I was going to say, I'm sure when, where, and in situations that work for you and that are good for you, that you are you know, um, that you are outgoing. I'm sure you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Social media really works for an introvert. It really does. Mm. Yeah. And so, cause I mean, we definitely only connection and things like that, but it's, there's nothing wrong with being an introvert and there's nothing wrong with living in your bubble. I like my bubble. <laughs> I like yeah. my bubble too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, Tammy says that this time of staying home helped her grow tremendously. 
And I think I agree with that, Tammy. I think so many of us um, found that and to be the, the good part of, um, uh, you guys can probably hear that terribly. Hold on. <laughs> um, I agree with what Diane was saying until her plane goes overhead. Um, yeah, and I think that is actually was the big cosmic plan um, is to give everyone that space to force everyone to stop running <laughs> and realize that the, I don't know if most people realize, but they are where they're meant to be. But to stop what we were talking about with that when we are not present, that stuffing and that faking it till you make it, that moving forward, I'm going to push through, I'm going to push on, I'm going to make it happen. Um, all of that stuff was the invitation from COVID to go, nope, you're going to sit <laughs> and stop running and face what's in your bags. Absolutely. I agree with that, is that that's one of, and I do believe also, Tara, that it was the cosmic plan. Um, and when you, you see you see so many people saying, oh, I started writing or, oh, I started, um, you know, painting or I, I learned how to cook or I, or I improved my cooking skills. I'm so happy I had the time. And there, <laughs> there's this one meme that makes me laugh. It, I, it says, I kept saying if I had more time at home, I would have a clean house. And I figured out, nope, that's not it. <laughs> but anyway, it's I agree like, with that one. <laughs> yeah, right? Is that, you know, we were forced to stop. Yeah. And whatever we did with that stop is where we should have, you know, everybody's where they should be. Um, Jennifer added a comment that... COVID also helped her realize that she's an introvert. She always thought she was an extrovert. So is that kind of the same as Marilyn, that it allowed you to accept that part of you rather than pushing yourself to be an extrovert? Is that kind of, was that the same experience you had, Jennifer? And I'm guessing because she's an introvert, she doesn't want to talk. So she, yeah, you can put the comment. I'll, I'll read it. To you. I unmuted myself to respond to you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I just, um, you know, COVID made us all stop. And I remember being relieved that I didn't have to drive everywhere every day to get everyone into their, you know, appointments and their activities and school and this and that. And I, I don't know, I guess I was just given the time to realize that I, I know that I have always known that people drain me. Um, but in certain situations, I'm very extroverted. And I realize that's just with the people I'm very comfortable with. Um, and I know, I think it was just the space and the time to realize I don't want to do the busy life. I don't, I really enjoyed having the excuse to not see people. Like, sorry, COVID, we're, you know, we're quarantining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. And I, I think to just listening to what you said, our society so pushes that, that you need to be an extrovert. And, and it doesn't honor that introvert side. Yeah, especially as is, a parent to young kids, you know, you got to get them in everything. You got to do, you got to get them out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I think, I'd never thought of that. I think that goes back to the, you know, 
conditioning you were talking about, Tara, from the wee beginning, that it's instilled in ourselves that we aren't good enough and we need to look for exterior sources to fill that and make us better. Mm. We're taught that for, you know, as a society, like you said, way all the way back. And yeah. and what just came up, and I, yeah, this is like totally new for me. So I'm like, um, it's that doer energy too, instead of being energy. Yes, exactly. Which right, is, always striving for that outside source instead of just pausing and saying, like Jen said, I don't need to go to that activity to bring joy and whatever else into my life. Like I already. I create that, not that activity, or not this function, or not that group, or not this, or that, or the other. Yeah. When we almost don't have permission to be, to just be, you know, it's, you have to excuse why you're resting. I, I feel, maybe not you, but I feel that there's always, I have to excuse both to myself and others why I need to just be, or why I didn't get anything done that day. You know, I don't know why that's instilled in us, but it is. <laughs> it is that. And I struggle with that one too. And so much, I mean, that so much keeps coming up for me, but that is so our training, our society that you need to do, which is no, we need to be. That's why we're human beings, not human doings. Doings. Very, oh, my gosh. That's so profound. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's why I was, when I put it in my posts, I put B-E and then I-N-G, like dash I-N-G, because we are. We're human beings, and we're supposed to experience life, not do. Um, and there's times when you want to do. And so it was really, for me, I made that conscious choice, and it's hard. Um, I won't do anything unless I feel like I want to do it. So like Diane said, with like cleaning the house and stuff. But what I find is my house is probably cleaner than it ever was when I had felt like I had to do it. Um, because I feel like, like it's when I feel like doing it and I have that pressure off. Anyway, that's kind of, I'm going on a whole different way there. We could go that way too. Tara, you posted something I think yesterday or maybe the day before about being a lighthouse. And that really struck me and it was perfect timing because you know, the boys and I are are the boys. It was their idea. They want a little farm stand and uh, we made our first sale yesterday, not doing anything, not advertising, not telling anybody about it. We were just being in our garden at home and they came to us and nice. then I saw that lighthouse post and it would just really kind of blew my mind that we didn't do anything for that to happen other than be here and put that intent out. You know, we mm -hmm. didn't have to advertise. We didn't have to push it. We didn't have to, you know, hustle or anything. It was just... We were here in our garden and people came over and bought our things. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Yeah, I saw your post. Um, and it's so true. And I, when I, I put that one up um, and I was thinking about that this morning too. And it fits in with that. You are where you're meant to be because you think of, because um, that quote for me was really profound for me because, um, you know, like with wanting to build my business and that, like Diane said, wanting to 
be of service. There's such a drive to be of service within me. Um, you know, you want to do all the marketing stuff and stuff like that. But the thing is, is like you said, Jennifer, they will find you if they're meant to, because that, because you are meant to be on their path and you know, it's going to go the way it's meant to be. And it's exactly how it should be in this moment. Um, everything is perfect in this moment. And so, because like I see, and there's so much of it out there, especially for coaches, you know, make 250,000 a year, make your first 10,000 a month, da, 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 whatever the total wow. is all the time. And it's always, but it is that push energy. It is that, um, it's not aligned with exactly what you said, Jennifer, you don't need to, it doesn't matter if I put out 10,000 posts or if I put out two posts, who's going to see them needs to see them, whatever it may be. Yes. Oh man, this goes, this is so, this goes exactly to what, like you said, both of you said is exactly, you are where you're meant to be. And that, you know, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but build it and they will come. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, if you put that intent out like you did, you know, with the boys, Jennifer, the boys did and you followed and and people just showed up and you go, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. But that's just, you know, the synchronicity and the being in the space that you were supposed to be in at that moment. And allowing there's so much I mean allowing yourself to just be allowing yourself to like in your garden you plan the garden you know this is this for your family and everything but to allow yourself to be and then it creates this open door kind of a thing where people go oh I like what's going on here let me stop and let me talk and oh I want to buy these vegetables mm -hmm. and it, it's it's just allowing yourself to and there's so man i made notes we're going to have to have three or four more discussions there's a lot about to this. go off on this one <laughs> there's a lot to go on but giving yourself permission to be mm -hmm. and tara you and i have had this discussion a lot is that there have been times in the last few months that i i had to give myself permission to do what seemed like nothing, but yeah. it wasn't nothing. Absolutely. I, I was being, my soul was working, my energy was flowing, but there, I was not to be doing anything like planning these, like you said, Tara, planning these big months so you can have $10,000 months and all this other kind of stuff. Nope, that's not. That's not, I'm not saying that I wouldn't like to have it. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> well, and I just sent one to you yesterday, Diane. Um, but Jennifer, I just want to add, uh, Marilyn says, yay, congratulations. Or that's awesome in the comments, just so you know. Sure, thank um, you. Is uh, yesterday, I, there was a post about... Um, that I saw that completely resonated with what Diane was just saying too, um, about abundance being having an abundance of time. And, and it was more about that, like being, 
um, rather than doing. So. Right. Right. So, I, I don't know. I think maybe we've come to a good stopping point. I think so, too. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't know if you want to sum it up with anything, Diane, or anyone. Marilyn's got her mic off. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say I, I'm really enjoying these Wednesday mornings and having this opportunity to share with you ladies. It's just, you know, it's um, it's something I really look forward to. And, you know, just having like minds and like thoughts just really confirms that you are where you're meant to be. <laughs> exactly. And I still resonate with that. I get, yeah, I'm, I love Wednesday morning chats. <laughs> I do too. Thanks for saying that, Marilyn, because that's exactly what Tara and I um, planned for the room. You know, we talked about it for a long time and, and, and we tried to be exactly where we were meant to be at the time. We thought this was a good idea, but it wasn't the time months ago. And then all of a sudden, one of us, I don't know which one says, I think it's time for Clubhouse. And the other one says, yep, I just got that message too. <laughs> and that was like the week before we started, I think it was. So we just did it. Right, Tara? Yep. <laughs> and and so this just, this just goes to show us that, yes, this is the place that, that this is how we want this to be. Is that fun to come to, great conversation, and and being with a group that you can say these things to. Um, and learn and grow and and be and I think this is a great topic you are where you're meant to be and it might show up again later but like I said I've got some notes about future topics that came off of this so um, I, I loved this discussion thank you all for being here uh, let me see if there's um, yeah Tammy said the same thing thanks ladies great topic Okay, Tara, I'm going to turn it over to you to close this out. Okay. Um, yeah, I resonate with that. I completely, I think, and I just, I, I can't say how many times I have used this mantra numerous times. And so anybody listening or anybody listening to the recording is if you finding yourself struggling, that switching that mind frame from why is this happening to me to why is this happening for me um, and I'm exactly where I'm meant to be can kind of take that pressure off and make you feel a little bit more at ease and allow that more to come and yeah. to be more. <laughs> and to be more. I think Sherry had a little comment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I was just going to say thank you and that was all. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you everyone for coming and um, yeah, we will see you next week. We may.